You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You're listening to Inside Real Estate, your source for all things mortgage and real estate related. The show that brings you all the hottest topics and insights directly from those who know it most. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Oh. What is up, everyone? Paul Paslakis, uh, Salvador Cusmano. Brad could not make it in uh, this morning. We've got Zach Jones in the office of the uh, podcast. Everything's screwed up. Today's show is brought to you by Michigan Weather. Nothing has fucked up more real estate lives more than Michigan Weather. Nothing is more undependably dependable than Michigan Weather. Inside Real Estate is not affiliated in one way or any, any way with Michigan Weather because we fucking hate it. Um, so, what's up, everyone? What's going on? Welcome to the show, Zach. Thank you. How are you, man? I'm doing great. So, Zach, what's up? Talking to the mic, Zach. You got oh, yeah, Sorry. There, there you go. It. No, don't worry. <laughs> so, uh, Zach is part of the Mark Z selling team. Uh, I'm, for those outside of the state, Mark Z is actually uh, one of the larger names in real estate in our area. Uh, so, you've been there for how long? I've been going on four years, so about three and a half years for me right now. Three and a half years. Yeah. So you've been there for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so Mark was with Keller Williams for a long time, broke off, did the EXP thing now, yeah. and he's doing his own thing. He's doing well. He's got a huge fish tank in his office. <laughs> shark tank, not fish shark, tank. Shark tank. Get it it's right. A, it's literally a shark tank. <laughs> you guys have sharks. Um, makes a lot of sense. So uh, so tell, tell the audience, man, how you got into the business and you recently were featured in uh, in Real Producers of Oakland County as a rising star. They did a whole photo shoot. You look really handsome in it. Thank it you. was good. So tell tell the audience how you got got into the business, man. Uh, so I actually knew one of my friends' parents' friends um, was a property manager, and she said, you know, real estate market was great. I didn't know anything about it. Kind of thought I was going to do the property management thing, but ended up just really just wanting to sell some homes. So uh, I was a sales rep before I came to real estate. I was selling like beer, but uh, oh, that's a good sale. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was easy. Yeah. But everyone wanted to buy beer. Yeah. So it wasn't that hard. But I joined Mark because I was interviewing actually at another team in our old KW office. Got it. But their strategy was to walk you by Mark Z's office and see everything happening. So many people, it was loud. Everyone's on the phone. Action. Act, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm like, but then we walked down to the other end. I'm like, well, there's not much going down here. So I kind of just walked right back over to Mark's office and said, hey, you know, are you guys looking to add someone? And they did. And I started as an inside sales agent right away. Got it. Yeah. So, and for the audience that doesn't know, an inside, an ISA is basically yep. someone that just bangs out. I mean, because I know Mark, he gets a lot of leads. He does a lot of advertising. He's on billboards. He's on commercials. So he's a he's a good lead generator for for the team. And you guys have a really good team where and system where, you know, your ISAs are probably banging out a lot of calls. And that's probably how you started, right? Absolutely. So it just literally first two weeks, I even remember just being on the team, didn't call anything except for cold calling. Oh, nice. And That's perfect. That's the best way to learn, man. It was. And being on the phones is new and it's hard for anyone. Even if you've been in the business 10, 20 years, I think they'll tell you it's hard to get on the phones. Phone's real heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like it personally. It's, I love yeah. it. Yeah. So Mark, like you said, he's a marketing machine. Um, yeah. We've got, you know, obviously leads and things coming in, but the main thing for the ISAs and the inside sales agents is to outbound prospect yeah. and generate more leads, right? which is great. I mean, we've been able to match up buyers with our listings before even listing homes and things like that. That's the um, good thing about having a, a big team like that with Mark is you've got a lot of inside action that you don't even have to go outside of the team to get it. Yeah. Like even just the inside sales agents, if I have a buyer and we can't find, like obviously inventory super low right now, Yeah, everyone's hurting, we can't find the right house. 
I just kick it back to our inside sales agent and say, hey, I need a house in this neighborhood. I need it to have three bedrooms, two baths, you know, attached garage, whatever. They're going to call around, try and, you know, make someone yeah. see if who's going to be selling. That's interesting, Sal. So like, it, I mean, like is that, proactive. Yeah. So it's like for, for a real estate agent, that's pretty powerful to have a whole team behind you finding a house for your buyer. And that's also pretty powerful for the buyer, too, to have a team doing that. Well, yeah. And the team itself being able to list another home. Right. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, it is funny. You know, I think that people think with it the within the bounds of what's out there currently, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. this is what's listed. There's no homes available. Yeah. As opposed to maybe door knocking. Hey, I got a buyer who's interested in your home. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure if you're looking to sell. I mean, they're not in a huge rush. Maybe, you know, June later this year, we put something together, but it, it's kind of like one of those things you you never know until you ask or until you call. So let's go back to this. So you, you get on the team. Yep. Uh, you, you're tasked with making cold calls, which is probably not a comfortable thing to do, right? Not even a little bit. So how do you how do you go from that to like uh, graduating to now? You know, being a rising star and all that. So for me, in a little back backstory. So when I started, the inside sales manager, his name's Ryan Warren, still with us, still yeah. crushes it, still an inside sales agent. He just started about a month before I did. Okay. So and it was completely new to him. So him and I, it was just him and I working for months, like six months together, just the two inside sales agents. Yeah. And him and I just learned from each other. Uh, we sat back to back. If we're making all these calls, we got an objection of something we haven't heard before. All I did was turn around and say, Ryan, what the hell how would you, you make, how, how would you, you have done this? that? Yeah. That guy hung up on me real fast. Right. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> you know, we just bounced off each other. Um, obviously Mark two is in the building. So anything that we need or a question, how should I do this? You know, what script should I use on this? He knows it and he knows it off the yeah. back of the hand. Anytime you ask a question, you're getting a lot of value back. You know, it's funny in our industry, Sal, it, because like even in our side, the mortgage side, the, 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 the realtor side, um, there's not one way to be successful. Uh, and I, and I mean that because like, if you look at even mortgages, there's inside sales teams that buy leads that do, do really well. There's guys like us that work strictly on referrals that do really well. There's hybrids that do really well. well I, but I think it all boils down to, uh, one thing and that's activity, whether it's phone, door knocking, yeah. whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, 90%. I mean, there's, there's a few people who have connections or whatever that, you know, got them started where they didn't have to cold call, but like working at Quicken Loans, working at doing this, working at doing that and picking up the phone and making 200 dials a day. Yeah. Sets you up for success because you're going to get told no, you're going to get shopped. You're going to lose deals more often than you're going to win. For well, some, for someone getting into real estate, there is <clears throat> no better platform to get you started than a place that provides you an opportunity with leads that you can just bang out on a day in day basis, right? You learn a lot real fast. hundred percent. And obviously Mark's one of the bigger investors in like things like Zillow and realtor.com. Yeah. He didn't just start that. So he's been doing that for years, which has built up another database. So even like new agents coming on, Hey, you know, we're going to get you started, but here's, you know, 2000 leads that we've got from Zillow in the last you know, three years. Yeah. Call down the list. See the hell hasn't bought. Um, you know, a lot of them have bought. Some are looking with other agents, whatever, but someone in there is going to say yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You just got to call them all until you find them. <laughs> so, so what do you say? Cause I, cause I've been on both sides. I, I worked at Quick and I've done inside sales. I've been on the phone a lot in my career and I, I actually enjoy it, but it's a much different. It's, it, you're a shark. You're attacking. You're yeah. like, closing, you're calling, you're following up, you're creating appointments. So it's, it's labor intensive and it's a lot of fun to be honest with you. Um, so talk to me about how you walk the line, but because, you know, at the same time, those guys, you know, it was tough for me to get over the fact that potentially I was being annoying. 
right? <laughs> or I was I was bothering them. So for me, it was always I had to humanize myself as quickly as possible, so they didn't think I was just some some like telephone phone jockey that's just like attacking mm-hmm. them, right? Talked about that yesterday, actually, a little bit with uh, another agent that's on our team. Yeah. Um, she's kind of uncomfortable on the phone. She feels like she's just being annoying and asking a million stupid questions. But um, what she don't realize is like they you need to ask those questions. Right. You you need to know, or you're not going to be able to help that person. You got to understand their situation. One hundred percent. Yeah. And that comes with asking questions. Right. <laughs> and I think people forget that that lead was generated by someone who, at some point in their past three years or whatever, clicked on something about a house, yeah. right? Entered yeah. their info in, took the time to do that. They had a want, a need at that moment, yeah. And all, and we all know and all the other agents know is when they first click that lead, they're not ready to buy a house that weekend. No, they're like three, three months <laughs> or two years out. They're like a million years out, yeah. yeah. So, Especially get, in the real estate game, it's the, the sales cycle is much longer. The nurturing, the follow-up, on money's in the follow-up. Everyone you know, yeah. preaches it, and it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've found out that easily just from my background as an isa now even for me i was an inside sales agent for a year before i ever stepped out met a client or showed a house or went on a listing appointment i sat in the office for a year before i went out i wanted to pretty much learn the language i didn't know anything about real estate that's a you know what it's funny that you say the language because that is the reality of like everything's got a different language right right like when i did leads and i had to learn how to become more of a relationship driven and i've talked to you about this it was it's a different language so you have to learn and soak up as much information as possible being an isa is the blocking and tackling of the daily things you have to do as an agent anyways 100 percent, right yeah you have to call you have to follow up you got a prospect and that's essentially what you're doing Mm -hmm. you're just setting appointments for licensed agents yeah so. exactly and for me I, I didn't want to go on that appointment because at the time i could get the appointment i don't know what the hell i was going to say when i got in that door but we had guys like kirk weber mark prince and z those yeah. are our three listing agents that i have and still are with our team today each of them sell 100 homes yeah i want them to go out there because i know they can get that listing get the mm-hmm. listing yeah 100 yeah, percent. go handle that go get that like, yeah. we, that's what we need and then that just fuels all the you know incoming more leads yard sign calls and things like that for our buyers agents yeah you guys have a, a true team mentality it's a team oh yeah it's, it's the mark z team and yeah right. mark put, puts himself out there and does a lot of great marketing and he's a great marketer but the reality is it's a team right how many guys mm-hmm. how many people do you guys have over there now I, we just actually grabbed uh, six more agents. We're in a training cycle right now, which uh, I was supposed to be at, but I decided to hang out with you guys. So. Got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Mark. But um, no, Mark, and he's, people don't even think, but he's still in the business. He goes out on those listing appointments. Mm-hmm. He still, you know, runs around with buyers from time to time. He's got, but yeah, his, he pulls his, he pulls he, his shirt up he, and gets in the, in the, he weeds, does. Right? And, yeah. and he loves it too. Like uh, even last week, Mark was sitting back calling expired listings with me. And yeah. it's hilarious because people still hang up on Mark Z. It's for sure. It's they nothing. Don't yeah, they don't. Yeah. yeah. Everybody hangs up on everybody. Exactly. Matter, right? So it's and he gets in there and he does the same thing with us. He comes back there for an hour or two during the day. I mean, he can't be back there for four or five hours like we are. But at the end of the day, he's making the same calls with us. Yeah. So that that's a that's a testament. So so let me go back to the question. So how many people do you guys have total right now on the team? You know, probably about forty, including admin. Including admin. So it's 40 people. Yeah. So, you know, again, there's two different models in our real estate game. There's, there's the, the people that are like, you know, might have one or two people. They're teamed up. They do that. And they, and that's a great model. But in, in your model, it's, it's much more team oriented. It's lead systems. It, it's, it's more complicated, to be honest with you, when you have to create this huge ecosystem of lead flow and, and, and <clears throat> transfers and all this other stuff. Um, so it's complicated for Z to put the, put all that together. A hundred percent. And that goes just into your systems and the agents talk about it all the time. And Mark has done such a good job in the last 
he's been in business, I think, 17 years, but yeah. I've been there, obviously, three and a half, and all of our systems, nothing's changed. Right. So, I mean, we've added things and tweaked things here and there with marketing, but at the end of the day, it has we have a strict process when a lead comes in and how it's handled. Yeah. And, you know, if you're following up and doing your job, then you don't have nothing to worry about. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, we give out everything. Everything's open. Our agents can get in there, grab leads, you know, do whatever they can to make something happen. Yeah, I will tell you that one of the biggest things when you're when you're doing the lead game, and I would t- tell this to anybody working the phones anywhere at any point in time, whether it's mortgages or you, you, you have to have a script as far as following a process of by which that you want to collect the data, hmm. but do not sound scripty because because <laughs> people in the, today's Reading world, with the paper, yeah, you're okay. done because somebody will know will smell that out like sniff that out in two seconds. Hundred percent, right? you got to make it your own. You got to be able to personalize yourself as quickly as possible with with the person on the other phone, other side of the phone, because otherwise. It's a lot easier to tell someone to fuck off if they don't know who you are or think right. of you as a human. Well, then okay. you have to have a goal on the call. It yeah. might not be closing. Mm-hmm. It might be, hey, when can I call you next, right? right? Depending on how that the beginning of that phone call goes. But like, I remember when I first started at Quicken, I was just <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Right. You know, I don't even know what a mortgage is. Yeah. <laughs> so people call, I'd be like, I just go off on tangents and they're like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. You know, so I, that didn't last very long. Dude, but when I first started at Quicken, I wrote 28 loans my first month on the floor. This is how crazy it was back then. And I didn't what? know anything. I didn't have to be licensed wow. or anything. Yeah, it was, it was good. Were Three, they refis? All of them were refis. Yeah. I didn't know. None of them. See, yeah, all of them were refis. As a purchase banker, I was like, uh, way more like complicated. A, a pre-approval versus a per, you know, a PA in hand. I was like, yeah, okay, way more complicated. Like, what's a what's a real estate agent do? You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that's like how sad it was. Like when I started there, uh, and it was a new region to their credit, so I'm sure the training I, and maybe I was just dense and didn't get it. No, uh, dude, that's it, possible. It's much more complicated. But, <laughs> it's much more. I will tell you that when I started doing purchases at Quicken, and I got an award at one point for doing the most purchases in our region. Long, long story short. Uh, even back then, I didn't understand the nuances that was necessary. To, I didn't understand a purchase transaction at all. Yeah. And like, like it was, to, and I, I don't know how I even did. I don't. I can't believe I wrote purchases not knowing, like knowing as little as I did, because I thought everything was a refi. That's all I did. Well, essentially, we were ISAs. Yeah, that weren't. I mean, we were licensed. Not for, not for me, though. right? But we were like, we never walked into the appointment, right? Yeah, we never actually met the client face to face or saw what they're. So we were like, yeah, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's go, you know, and, and obviously the people that were there longer and, and maybe had done other parts of the business before knew what they were doing and yeah. they're trying to convey it. But to a kid who was doing keg stands, <laughs> you know, a year earlier or six months earlier, it was like, okay, yeah, we can do a mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So let's go back to your story, Zach. Mr. Zach Jones. You ever, you ever get that a lot? <laughs> all the time. You get it all the time. You got it. Um, so, so you, you, you became, you were in ISA. So you graduated to what at that point? So before I, you know, obviously, I didn't, like I said, I didn't show a home or do anything for a year. Um, I was not going to go into be a listing agent. That's just not what I wanted to do. Right. Um, I actually thought I would want to go out and show the home. And, yeah. you know, I like looking at homes. And that was, that was cool. I had a great job. So I was actually getting trained by two agents at the time, Garrett Huffman and Sandy Raiden. Okay. Uh, Garrett's with EXP still. Sandy's still on our team. She crushes it with Mark. Um, she's been with them, I think, like 12 years or 13 years. Got it. Sold 100 homes in a year. She's awesome. So I was, which by the way is a testament that for, for Mark to have people that have been on the team for that long. That means he's, he's a, probably a pretty good leader and he's probably taking care of his people. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And that's, you know, one reason I stay there. I'm definitely super happy because I get anything I need or if there's something I don't know, yeah. I'm either going to Mark or I'm going to Sandy or I'm going to Kurt Shewell, our um, yeah. sales manager right now. But 
you know, there's always, if there's something I don't know, I can find it out. That's awesome. And, you know, for me, so I started getting trained by Sandy Raid and Garrett Huffman and to do what, to do what, to be a showing partner, showing partner or showing assistant, whatever. I was their assistant with that client that I was, so I would go out showing 25 homes. Great. You found this house. All right. You don't want me to write the offer because I wouldn't have a clue how to fill out the paperwork (laughs) at the time. So, and, and that's how I would tell people, I was like, this is my job is literally just to show you houses and find you, find your house. Yeah. And Sandy, she's been with Mark for 10 years, you know, whatever, however long she's going to get this done for you as soon as possible and get your offer accepted because that's what you want. Right. So I'm out just showing homes all day long, kicking it back to them. At one point, I think it was like my fifth or sixth month doing showing partner stuff, did 16 deals in a month. Jeez. And that was... That's a uh, lot of deals, people. I, yeah. <laughs> it was it was super cool. Uh, I have not hit 16 again yet. I, hit, I was very close last year with 13 and I think it was June or July. Yeah. and But I was the buyer agent on that end. But me doing the showing partner deals was great because... I'm showing houses from 9 a.m. till about 7 a.m. Once I'm done with showings, I'm not doing any more paperwork. Anymore. I was going home. Yeah. So, and they were handling everything off, you know, paperwork and things like that, talking to you guys, lenders, you know, getting pre approvals. I just showed the homes, which gave me the opportunity to, A, once I got someone under contract with Sandy, I was learning the process the whole time. You know, throughout, I was attending the inspections, doing those, um, didn't go to appraisals or anything like that. But right. at the end of the day, I would just go to Sandy, hey, what's next with Jim here? After the inspection, what are you doing? You know, and just things like that. And that's how I learned. And mm-hmm. doing a bunch of deals as a showing partner helped me, you know, eventually well, think, do it on my own. You know, as, as for someone who wants to get in the business, starting on a team like that and learning each part of it before you actually, yeah. you know, are in the, really in the good, man. you know, before you're playing in the big game, like you get to know the defense, the offense, this, that, right? Like you get to know it's really valuable. the whole game before you even start. A lot of people just get licensed, right? <laughs> good. Here's and the they're calling book, me dude. like, yeah. Here's the hey, man. Book, exactly. I, I mean, it's crazy, dude. Like yeah. I've – Training's huge. I've like had to say so many times in the past three years, I'm not a realtor, right? right. Dude. I'll tell you how to write the PA. Dude, how many times have you heard – But hey, don't put it on me. What's oh, from agents? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, how many times have you heard, How hey, much do I put for the down payment? Uh, 3%, dude. What Can should you, I write on the You put a number. Just put the percentage. <laughs> well, that's how I, mean, I feel mine What's out. the loan amount then? Yeah. It's like, hey, dude, how should I word this addendum? How should I word this addendum? I don't know. Well, I can understand that because they want the underwriters to have it a certain way sometimes, like sure, but removing it, an EMD yeah. or something and, like that. But. And that would have been me if, and that, if I was out showing homes and handling all the paperwork, and that would have been me. Well, I would have been asking the other agent in the end, man, it's very, is this okay? It's <laughs> very often I get a call like, what about this? Like, And it's like, who's paying for transfer taxes? I'm like, listen, I mean, here's how it normally goes, but don't you have a broker? <laughs> don't you have a broker? Right. Why are you asking me? Like, I'll I'll tell you, but like, why don't you run it past the person whose license is on the line? Well, and not me. Because the, you know, like, there's not enough oversight. They're not getting enough from they it. They don't have enough yeah, from it. And that's yeah. what's important when you're learning this business to have mm-hmm. a really good team, I think, around you where you can fall back and ask questions or do that. You can never, for anyone who's new out there, whether it's this, that, another job, car salesman, whatever, yeah. you can never look stupid by finding the truth, even if it takes a little bit longer. Right? Oh, yeah. And if you, if hey, you ask back Sandy to you. and Garrett, um, about me, about them training me. You were annoying. I was annoying as Perfect. hell. Perfect. <laughs> I was so annoying. Annoying, yeah. oh, annoying yeah. salespeople are always the best because they want to know everything. And I always, I always tell people. You can people, only look stupid by guessing and being wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, like, I, and I did not want to be wrong. That was one thing is like, I did not want to give someone wrong information 
and them hold me to it. Right. And that would be terrible. I mean, you can't always be right, but you can always try your best. And for me to say, hey, listen, I don't know exactly. Let me get right back to you. I'll call you back. It's fine if I text you or call you back in five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you give them the answer they want as right. opposed to maybe yeah. this is how it Yeah. Be. No, I think it's like, you know, 2% or you're paying this. And then at the closing table, what? You told me this. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 No, so, so, you, so you you got to that point. Then what happened? So doing those. Um. So in about a year, in the second year, um, at the so I pretty much started in November when mm-hmm. I first. So another year later, I started being a showing partner in November. Mm-hmm. Around another year later, which was another year later, which was 2018, the start of that. That's when I went out and started generating stuff of my own and being a buyer agent, showing my own homes yeah. and handling the paperwork. Um, I remember the very first time I ever had to write an offer, which was one for my best friend's sister that I was working with, one of my first clients. Um, called Garrett. Hey, man, I'm writing up an offer. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. Um, can you help me with the paperwork? He said, no. <laughs> Your turn. Nope. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, fill out all the docs. You know, do everything. You know where to find them. You know what you, you have. You know all the terms and everything. Just go and put it on the paper. Took me like yeah, an you, hour to write this. Through you the deep end, you had to learn how to swim at that point. Exactly. That's so smart. yeah, it's good leadership. But the thing is, is I didn't send the client first. So he went in, checked it, yeah. and then said, "You messed this entire thing up." But I fixed it, and you can see what I fixed here. I just sent you copies of everything. Right. So I got to see exactly what I was doing wrong, and on the PA. So I was super lucky to have someone that just checks my offers that I'm sending. Yeah. Because I don't want to have that other agent think that I'm contract. New. Just so everybody understands, that contract super. It's a legal document, and if you mess it up, you can really put people in a bad spot. You may lose people that's thousands pretty, of dollars. It's pretty crazy money, how yeah. light you know, and and that's what I always say. Like for a Fizbo, yeah. listen, brother, I am not a realtor. Mm-hmm. Here's a PA, right from the title company. It's dangerous man. I'm gonna help you fill it out the best of my ability, but don't don't put it on me and sign this waiver or whatever because. You know, you you should go talk to an attorney or a real estate agent if you really want to do it right. Yeah. You know, and that's like why you list with an agent or why you buy with an agent versus doing a FISBO sometimes. Now, there's obviously those opportunities where, hey, I'm buying from a family member or whatever, right? Why get up with the commission? But at the same time, like, why put yourself out there for disputes and this and that and after the agreement, you know? We've all heard yeah. the horror stories. Yeah, yeah. we've seen them, dude. <laughs> we see them all the time. So... Um, that's awesome, man. So let me, let me ask you a few things. So like, uh, obviously you, you, you're seeing success. You've got a great team about around you. It sounds like that's a really important piece of your success. Mm-hmm. But as far as you and what it took to be successful starting out in this industry and, and getting to the point where you are, I think it's valuable for other, other agents out there that are in similar situations to hear kind of what it took to, and, it, and it, it's taking because it's not going to stop, right? No. To be, successful and continue success in this business because it's 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 difficult our business is not easy no and you, the consistency i would think would be the most important thing so that's a question how do you how do you how do, so what's your mentality on consistency for me it's time blocking and i was so bad at it for a long time yeah like even now and for the last few months is my thing has been the prospecting still is the backbone of the isa yeah so I'm going to be at the office every morning at 8 a.m. and I'm jumping on a dialer or I'm calling. Yeah. And I'm going to call until 11. Yeah. Um, even like our closing coordinator, which I haven't got to him yet, but I tell him like, do not schedule a closing before 11. Don't like, I, I'm not, not there. Yeah. Because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> right. I can't do it. I got, I have to make these calls or I'm not going to have a closing 90 days down the road. So you hold that sacred. Like that's, that's, you have that's to. a non-negotiable for you. A hundred percent. Yeah. You have to do it. Yeah. Um, well, the only thing that would take away from it is doing something cool like this. <laughs> but um, So I didn't get to make all my calls that's today, right. yeah. but I still have tonight to do it. So yeah. I'm going to make those calls. But it that's going to 
you know, get your business. Obviously, we still have leads coming in every day too, which yeah. is great. But guess what? I'm still chasing business. I'm mainly as a buyer agent for Mark. I don't take Mark's listings. We right. have, you know, pros that have been doing it for years mm-hmm. and years. Yeah. So my job is I'm going to generate my listings on my own. Right. And I've been successful doing it. I think I've put up five this month. That's wow. great. That's so, good. That's yeah, really good. It's good. I have, I think, three hit in the market like in the next few days. That's really good. You know good. what I, I think a lot of people fail to realize is that their listing is marketing. Yeah. Right? It's a lead gen. It can like be. It yeah. can be a if, lead if, gen if, if, if you work it right. Utilized correctly. Yeah. Whether it's posting on Facebook and, and trying to get leads off of that, whether even it's your the open house, the whether it's even the circle yeah. marketing. And a lot of people are like, yeah, I do a ton of listings. I don't really have any buyers. Well, Why? Well, think about it this way. You get a listing... All right. Odds are, if they sell that house, they have to buy a new one, right? Odds right. are, it's most of the time, yeah, it doesn't it's always so happen. It could so, be an investment property. But it's so weird how these guys that do a lot of listings don't end up doing the buy side. It blows well, my mind. But you find out when you actually talk to them that they're just kind of complacent with, "Hey, I'm making you know seven seven hundred grand a year listing a lot of homes." Well, dude, you could hire a whole team to get more out of it. A hundred percent. I mean, how many yard sign calls did you miss? I mean, mm-hmm. being an independent agent, this is like my f- biggest fear and what I hear because I do chase down a lot of expired listings is my agent never called me. Mm-hmm. Wow. That blows my mind. That you were going to pay them, you know, what, two and a half, three percent to sell your house and they never called you back? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So <sighs> we're doing a whole ad campaign in real producers and literally it's all based around people not calling back. Even even loan oh, officers, yeah. right? Even, yeah. Even loan officers, like when an agent calls calls a loan officer. That loan officer a lot of times doesn't call back or they don't call. He talked to him for like two days. And it it's happened like, to a client of mine just recently where he called him back and we're like, man, we're closing in a week. That's super fucked up. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? That's super <laughs> fucked up. Like, like it's, you couldn't get a hold of you on the weekend. So we had to get my guy to give him a pre-approval letter. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, look, let me ask you this. What do you say? Because look, obviously when you have a team and they have a system like that, it costs money. And as a real estate agent, it's designed that you have all the support in the world by by design. You you're going to get paid less per deal. I mean, 100%. There's, no, there's no way around it, right? There's mm-hmm. there's costs involved in having this whole infrastructure. So what do you say to the the, the person that says, "Oh, you know what? Um, you know, I don't I don't want to give up that much money. I, I'm just going to go do it on my own." Um, what are the benefits of having the team around you? So in what I do now, so I was telling you how I was I jumped in doing all my own deals, showing some things like that. Yeah. Well, I got to a point to where I was too busy for it. I couldn't go out and show two, three people houses because I was already booked. Right. So now delegating um, other buyers, agents on our team, we turn them into showing partners. Right. And a lot of the new agents, this is how they start too, because they don't know what to do. Right. And at the end of the day, it's that's what my main business is. Like I told you, I love the prospecting thing. I love lead generating. Uh, I love taking the inbound leads and the calls. Um, so what I do now is generate all, you know, buyer leads and, you know, things, showings and appointments for our buyer agents. And I send them out. Right. That way, if they're at a house and they don't know something, they have a question, I'm going to be at the office. They can call me. Right. Hey, you know, Bob and Susie, you want to know how much this house is really worth? They think it's overpriced. I'm going to be at the office. I can shoot out a market analysis to them before they get home. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my thing now is, you know, helping these guys train and be able to do it on their own. And for me, I'm still getting deals while being at the office and they're out showing homes. I'm generating their next appointment for them while they're there. Right. And they don't have to. So what? What? So I'm going to play devil's advocate and kind of give you an objection, right? Okay. Um, and I want to see how you, how you handle it. So basically, okay, yeah, you know, I, I like what you're saying, but like, you know, I want to know who I'm working with. I don't want to be handed off. Fantastic. You know what? When's the best time you can come to my office and visit me for 20 minutes? That's it, right? And then really, you're, and once you see the office, I promise you, you will not go anywhere else. You'll right. love it. Yeah. Wait till you see the team in action. And, and for for you, and like, and this is just like, it's, 
it's got to be good on some level. Again, there's pros and cons to everything, I think. But like the reality is, if someone want, needs to go see a house and you're just a single agent, it's it's going to take you much longer to get them to that house. Yeah. Right? Whereas you have a team and boom, like we're, we're, let's go look at it. Who's available to show this house at five o'clock? I have four agents. Hey, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, it's great. Well, and, it's, and it's all relatable to every business too. And I think sometimes people have to understand that when you're talking to someone like, what do you mean? I'm not going to, you're not going to do my whole entire loan. It's right. like, well, I'd love to, but I can't clone myself. And if yeah. I want to build my business, I need to have people to do things for me. Cause we get right? that or, we, or help we, out with getting the, passed the on and like forget or something. We're always, we're it's always all about the, the, uh, the, the expectation. Yeah. Like, how do you say, hey, listen, He's going to help set up the documents. That's what he's really good at, and that's what I have him doing. And she's mm-hmm. going to help collect them all after right. with the fact, right? right? And us three are going to work together to make sure that this gets start to finish very smoothly. And it always usually does, yeah. right? So, <laughs> and if, if for me too is, and I still like to go out and show homes. So I don't ever like don't go out and show homes. Like if someone said, "Hey, you know, if I'm working with you, I want to meet you," I'll go out and show it with. Like I said, I have a little mm-hmm. 19 year old guy Pearson right now working with me. A I'm going to go on a couple of his first appointments with him yeah. because I remember when I just started too, I was 24 and terrified, terrified. First off, I don't know what I was asking him. And then what do you think the other cl- the client that you're meeting thinks when they see a 19 year old kid come to a showing? It's a tough. Yeah, it's a hurdle. It's, it's a hurdle huge. right off the bat. So, you know, he can say, great. I, I work with Zach. Um, he's been in the business four years, does this. But th- I was I talked to him on the phone and I set the appointment up or I followed up with him for a few weeks before that appointment. So right. they know who I am. Right. But they didn't meet me. And a lot of times, you know, some people are completely cool with it. They'll go with one of my other showing partners. They really like them. Yeah. And I'll come to the closing. I always go to the closing. So I definitely always meet them. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, and there's other agents, too, that I just go, hey, like if I have a down day or I have a few hours, I'm like, are you showing anyone? You know, I'll go on show. I'll go out and meet them. It's activity. You're, keep, you're keeping yourself active regardless of what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm asking them for referrals before we even get an offer out. <laughs> so it's like, hey, who yeah. else you know looking? Like, that's awesome. Um, and it's, that's, I still definitely get out there and show a lot of properties. Yeah. You know, it's funny because it sounds like you guys have a really good system over there. Yeah. Uh, and because you're just talking about, it, you're passionate about it. I, I like that because a lot of times, Sal, on the outside looking in, you know, you see, you see these guys that do a lot of a good job marketing and people kind of shit on them. Like, oh, Oh, Mark Z buys all the billboards, or yeah. or or what's his name, uh, uh, Glover. He's all over the place, and people are like, "Oh, he sucks. He's an asshole." Right? But right. the reality is, they're probably really good guys. They're probably building a really good team, and they're just people are pissed because they're doing well. Oh, Glover's team crushes it, man. Crushes like, it. Yeah. Uh, so do we. And like those guys are still in the business. I'm sure Jeff goes out on listing appointments and yeah. say, mm-hmm. so does Mark. Yeah. Um, and even Jeff, like what I like about Jeff Glover, and I've never met him. I don't know anything about him, but I love his stuff he's putting out right now for that Glover U. Yeah. A yeah, lot of good info. He's just giving value. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. he's just giving free value to everybody. No, it's so. super cool. It's I like stuff. that stuff. Yeah, so it is. It is. It is interesting because we have a lot of agents come in here. Everybody's successful in their own way, and some some people are successful just having one or two people with them, and they're they're the point of contact. They're handling everything. There's other people that have the teams around them, and I don't think there's one right way or wrong way. It's just a matter of how do you service the client, and does the client walk away happy? Because ultimately, that's right. all that matters. And I think you know people forget those guys that it's easy to point a finger at and say whatever about like. Mark C or yeah. Jeff Glover or whatever, like that they had to start somewhere too. You know, they were <laughs> and they worked together. If you didn't know, I think some Jeff point, and Mark were cold calling together. Yeah, back they in were the day. When, yeah, they were yeah. in the same office. At long some time point, ago. they were not real estate agents. Exactly. And then Mark they was going to be a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> is that what he wanted to do? Yeah, he got a degree from like U of M or something. He was really? going to be a doctor. No shit. He ended yeah, up in real, or real estate. You can't uh, <laughs> you can't discount people for that. And if they've been successful, there's obviously something to say about it, right? Yeah. So. 
for for a, a team that does volume, uh, I think it's a good indicator of what our market is doing. And you know, I I personally think that the market is really really healthy right now. I think we're I mean we're going to have in our company one of, one of our best months ever that a winter short month, right? Mm-hmm. So. From your perspective, just from what you're seeing, oh, you just pulled up numbers and shit. Uh, okay, uh, all right, bro. Uh, you want to talk about the market? And let's talk about this it. This is something Mark just put out the other day. Did you see the video? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it. Those are stats. Yeah, it's not what he thinks is facts. happening. So tell the audience facts. So right now, um, you had the median sales price. 2017, and so these are all January months. Yeah, by the way, this is Metro Detroit for everybody out there. Correct. So. This is not nationally. Metro right. Detroit in 2017, the ad- average sales price was 141, bumped up to 153 in 18, and 153, it was exactly the same in January this year. Okay. Now, the other thing is the big thing, I think, in my opinion, especially being a buyer's agent, I have people looking at houses, is the inventory. Yeah. Right? Inventory's up. January 2017, you had 25,000 homes for sale. 18, you had 21,000 homes for sale. This January, there's only 19,000 homes for sale. Oh, there's less houses this year. So inventory is still way down. I think Mark said it was like the lowest it's been in 10 years or something. That surprised me because it is more of a buyer's market right now, I feel like. I feel like... I don't run into many bidding wars as I did in the summer. Right. And people are contingent offers are getting accepted. You might be able to get concessions right now. Where a year ago... seven grand concessions last week. That's what I'm saying. It was insane. insane. But that's what I'm saying. A year ago, that was not happening. No. You're getting beat out by cash offers left and right. I remember putting in a cash offer, 20,000 over asking and saying that we'd beat any offer by a thousand bucks and still got beat by 10 grand. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> I think we're in a healthier market, much healthier market. Keep going through the stats. I like this. Yeah. No, the pending deals. So pending deals are up. So inventory is still down. You got in 2017, you had 5,900 pending deals. And last, just this year, 6,100 in January. So those of you that have been talking about the end of the real estate market for the last year and a half and how you know it's going to you know it's gonna crash, it's going to crash... Like it is healthy. It, Don't buy in the hype. It, it is healthy. The news media is going to talk about the doom and gloom. People, you know, this this negativity sells, but the reality is, guys, the market is super healthy. Interest rates are super fucking low, right? We're we're locking yeah. people at four and a quarter on thirty year fixes, right? I think, four, yeah, and ultimately, it, like it's yeah. a kind of like a perfect storm of of conditions that now allows people who couldn't buy. In those crazy times where there's cash offers saying we'll beat any deal, yeah. how's a dude who has an FHA pre-approval going to find his dream home, right? Yeah. And now it's like there's more matches being made. And that's probably even with less inventory, right? Mm-hmm. The conditions are right for people to get these homes. The market has, I don't want to say uh, flattened out, but it's not it as unhealthy bit. as it, far. I, I mean, it's, It was overheating, dude. Yeah, it was getting a little crazy. It was nuts. It was getting a little crazy it was out there. Nuts, and it's it's nuts because even with inventory going down, still prices are still going up. Yeah. I mean, it's I haven't seen too many appraisal guarantees since not August, lately. No. Right, I haven't wrote one in a while. Yeah, yeah. and that's because I'm glad so many I had were, it. right. <laughs> so many were written that those values have sustained. Mm-hmm. Right, like those pushed up the values everywhere. So now it's like appraisal is not really a problem. We don't have to worry too much. You can get the concessions you needed. You can sell your house and buy a new one this and what get we a wanted. contingent offer accepted, <laughs> right? <laughs> so asking for? the slew of people, like only our 10% of our, our pipeline was able to actually convert mm-hmm. based upon Strongest who they buyers. were, right? Strongest buyers. And Those now buyers it's like, still want to buy. You know yeah. I mean? Everyone else still wants you to know, buy a they home. They still want to buy. So the market is healthy. And like I said earlier, dude, rates are, the price of money is super, super fucking low. So like- 
Like if I'm a buyer right now, in my opinion, because I do think the spring's gonna it's gonna get busy. hundred percent. It's gonna get really yeah. busy in the spring. I mean, people are gonna be listing their houses, people are gonna be out there buying. If we're this busy in February, like it's gonna get busy, bro. Right. So it's like, and by the way, um you uh what you put in right now is what you'll get in the spring, right? Yeah. All the business that you got now is all the work that you did like three, four months ago. And people don't get that in our business. Sometimes it's like, oh, I had a busy month, and it's like, yeah, that's because you worked three months ago. <laughs> what did you do today? Right. Yeah. You know, they, that's a big part of part of our business is to back to your point, doing all the right things, doing the blocking and tackling up front. Yep. And then, like I said, I, I don't even want to go out and show a house before three o'clock because I have, if, if, other than my prospecting outbound stuff is I got to follow up with everyone that I've been talking to yeah. already every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, and I try to keep that as strict as I can. Obviously, sometimes I can only see this house at noon today and mm-hmm. got to go out and do it. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, it's, I just gotta if if I can't do something, I'm gonna send an agent out that can cover for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're always covered. You have to be regimented. Yeah. And I think that as a someone who's often downstream in the process as mm-hmm. a as a loan officer, we're usually like where the buck stops when it yeah. comes to this or this person where when they started and then it's referred to us and then they close, right? And I can see from my agents, man, I'm really slow. And it's typically after we had a monster month because they were so focused in their business they and not working on, on their, their business. Mm, it's yeah. tough, man. It's it's a tough it's a tough dichotomy. So um, that's awesome, man. So talk talk to me about one thing. So what's a good month for you? Like as far as like what? Give me some numbers from you personally. Like what a good month means to you? A good month for me, it's it's not so much units. I like the volume. Mm-hmm. So like a million a month. A I mean, if month. I don't do a million, I'm gonna be pretty pissed at myself. Yeah. Um, what's the best month you've ever had? Three and a half. That's pretty big. That yeah, was just in month. July. Yeah, and that's a big month. I that was the thirteen homes. I mean, I did sixteen, but uh-huh. I wasn't the buyer agent. I got you. So I was a showing partner for those. So they weren't my deals. Got it. So now in just last, it was June or July. I can't remember, but it was thirteen deals for like three and a half million. That's huge. Dude. And that's it, a big month. It was awesome. And I think like five or year. six of them were on my own, but the rest of them were all you know my showing partners. Yeah. And, they're making money too. It's great. It's everybody's everybody's yeah, helping each other out. out. That's a huge. Some awesome. people don't do that all year, bro. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Most people don't do that all year, to be honest. Yeah. You know, if you go into real comp and look at yeah. one hundred realtors in the state, it mm-hmm. it gets down to like four million or so at like. What does they say the ninety percent of real estate is sold by the top ten percent of real agents mm-hmm. in the country? I think that's yeah. the number. That's a, probably, something like that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's probably like one, and it's funny because <laughs> honestly, wrong. like. When you look at all that, like, and you see these like accolades that people put in their email signatures, yeah, rank top one percent of realtors Journal. nationwide. Well, yeah, well, there's like there's thirty thousand of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone's in the top one percent yeah. somewhere on some list. So, everybody's, yeah. everybody's got some kind of list somewhere, but the reality, like, so, some of the, some of the agents are dead, but their <clears> license is still going on. You know what I mean? The Keller yeah. Williams just did this the whole thing where they're like, because their number count of people is X amount of people, but they're like, dude. Like there's like twenty percent of the people that we have listed, they're ghosts. They're just not there. Yeah. They just hang their license. Yeah, I think it's it's important to not compare yourself as much to others as it is to yourself, right? Oh, you're, you're chasing that three and a half every yeah. single day. Yeah, that's that your you next benchmark, up. right? Four. Oh yeah, all day long. And Four's, well, that's another thing, which is like for this year, I'm really focusing on listings to make sure I can do that one month this year. Like this year, like I said, I got five listings coming up. I haven't had not had a month where I have five listings coming. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. And I'm still working with the same amount of buyers. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So I definitely am going to add probably my goal is to sell, not list 20 to 25 homes and add that onto my 50 last year. So, you know, so the goal is obviously working with the same amount of buyers. You want to do a hundred. I want to do a hundred buyer deals. Yeah, that's what you want. So 
if I get 20 listing, I'm not going to be mad. <laughs> I won't be mad. Right? But no. it's, you know, that's what I want to do is definitely take the listings to help boost the business because any listing that I get is going to be, I think what we, we, we did like a little survey on our yard signs and things like that. I think we get seven calls off of each one of our yard signs within seven. like the first week. That's pretty typically. Sweet. That's good. So those are seven leads. If I get a listing, and I get seven calls. That's seven per possible buyers that I may work with. Yeah. So if I get more listings, I'm going to get more buyers and it all goes together. Do you guys do open houses or no? All the time. All the time. So that's what I'm doing every single Saturday, yeah. 12 to 2, Saturday or Sunday. I'm yeah. definitely doing one every weekend. Mm-hmm. And like I was telling you about the 19 year old kid, Pearson. Yeah. So Pearson has just started. He's been with us for, I think, three or four months and he is obsessed with open houses now. And he's still not on the phone yet. And if Pearson, if you're watching this, you should be calling people. But <laughs> you, you should be calling people. But yeah. um, it's he. We did an open house in Royal Oak. I think it was like four weeks ago. Yeah, about twenty five freaking people come in. Yeah, and we ended up working with three buyers from that open house. Wow. So we got two of them under contract in a week. Yeah. And he went nuts. He's like, this is amazing. I'm doing them all the time. All the time. So I'm like, hell yeah, man. So let's do one next weekend. This one's going to be in West Bloomfield. Same price. So we should get, you know, a lot of traffic. Yeah. No one showed up. Yeah. <laughs> no one showed well, up. Well, that's the open house. You know, you <laughs> yeah. never really know. And it's always funny because the agent will be like, dude, it's going to be hype. It's the biggest thing of 2018. They got flags <laughs> going down like oh, 14 yeah. miles we of got, the road. Yeah. We got pizza. We do, we do it hardcore, too. Like, we're putting out 20 signs it, yeah. all over the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. corner. You're, we're yeah. having signs everywhere. Yeah. And I've, we had nobody. I've been to a yeah. bunch. <laughs> it can to, happen. Yeah. You know, I've been to a bunch of open houses where, like, it's really busy. And the other ones are like, hey, you want you want a cookie? Well, you, you <laughs> yeah. have to think about the the standard buyer in that neighborhood, and you can never really know. But obviously, Royal Oak. What was the purchase price? Two twenty. Like, Perfect. Had yeah. an offer on it within ten hours. Yeah, largest. You yeah, you did. Largest <laughs> deviation of buyers probably out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know. So, so just to like kind of wrap up. I mean, I, we're going to have you back on because obviously you had all the things. Like, <clears throat> I'll do it. Again. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like it. I will tell you that what I have gotten out of this sale is that Mark Z is, has created. An ability for someone that's getting into the business to have success pretty quickly, and they've got a system in place by which, you know, they're servicing the clients because that's because ultimately you also have to have a good reputation on top of all that, right? Well, yeah, absolutely, and people are still gonna want to call you, but the best thing, like, where can you go to where, hey, an experienced agent is gonna hand you a pre-approved buyer and say, go show them houses, and yeah. I'm gonna split my commission with you, yeah. right? Yeah, like that's why, like, and we're still looking for people and so, learn along the way. Exactly. Like, for me, that was the biggest thing ever. And it, I think it, it made the world of a difference for me. And I was very set on this is how I'm going to do it. Let me ask you, <laughs> let me ask you this, because this is a big problem that teams like you have is yeah. like once you become autonomous mm-hmm. and you realize that you can potentially do your own business when you don't need as much support. Yeah. How, do, how does Mark and your team and everybody keep the good agents around that, that potentially could go somewhere else and just right, do half the business and make the same amount of money? You, you got to like the grind, I think. If yeah. To stay on the team, you got to like grinding, picking up the phone every day. Yeah. And a lot of, you can do, get make the same amount of money, sell half the homes. Yeah. But for me, and I'm still like, I'm only 27, right. I'm still building relationships with a mm-hmm. ton of people. And I'm now starting to see that in referrals. Yeah. And what I would think is, I'm still going to meet so many more people yeah. being on Z's team. Yeah. And, generate more relationships with people down the road that these people you know maybe i'd maybe i'll go on my own one day but like definitely not right now if you you haven't been doing this for three or four years why do you care about splits no right it's crazy like you want i'm gonna get you know 95 percent here it's like okay hopefully 
you have a really good base of generating your own business because you get one for yeah, great. Yeah, look, great. I don't. I, what if you sold five? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for half that. I, right. I, listen, I don't think there's anything healthier than being able to create your own referral base and creating that type of business. But mm-hmm. there is nothing that, that that substitutes the repetitions that you can get and the 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 volume that you're getting right now. And a lot of times, you know, people even I've seen people leave and go do their own thing. They've been they were on teams. They don't have the oversight. And they don't. They lose the drive, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, they, they well, all listen, falls apart. It's, you see them come back to the teams too. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. and it's as easy as saying, "I want to." Go be a pro golfer. Or I want to start golfing, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to go out and buy a set of clubs, right? Yeah. You have every ability to be on that course and play a great game. But are you going to smash your club onto the ground after you hit fail? The water. Yeah. <laughs> or are you going to go to the range and hit, you know? Sal, Sal got clubs. Oh. Oh, I just, I thought you were sneezing. I was going to say. <laughs> I um, do. I do. Yeah. So I uh, uh, say Sal got clubs. Uh, he's used them twice, I think, two oh times. Boy. Uh, Play some golf. Three, that, yeah, three times. Um, this is the, he's I like at, to go out. Give me his third year. No, he likes to go out and drink. It's a hell of a he's, time. He's <laughs> hilarious to be on the course with. He's so much fun. But he, I mean, golf is not his thing. No, athletics right. really isn't. Um, so <laughs> damn, that, not very athletic, but very, very good looking and does great on mortgages. So okay, uh, I like it. Oh, you got hey. something. You yeah, gotta be good at something. I guess. Yeah. So we're, we, I, dude. I, I know the show has been kind of really screwed up because of the weather, but I do want to do what we do on our show is we do three questions. I don't know if you've, you've heard this. I don't know. Maybe I didn't watch this part. Yeah, so it's usually at the end. So if you haven't seen it, it means you haven't watched the full episode. So uh, <laughs> or listen to it. So listen. Uh, we do three questions. We ask you, and then you just give give your whatever pops in your head. So the first question we ask every. Everybody is what scares Zach Jones? <sighs> my phone stops ringing. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking terrifying. I, like, if I don't know where my next deal, how am I gonna pay my bill? That's, that's awesome. terrifying because that's how I feel. What if <laughs> my phone's not ringing? I feel I, I, I have the pit yeah. in my stomach, right? No, so it, you're like that pretty, too. That's when you got to start. That's dialing. the first one that came to my head. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's when you got to pick it back up. That's when you better pick up that heavy phone. That's yeah. pretty good. If you could have dinner with anybody anywhere. Who would it be and why? Oh, man. <laughs> I want to say Rob Deerdeck. I think Rob Deerdeck would be the coolest dude he's actually to hang really out smart with. dude, business-wise, too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. he's a genius. He'd shoot the shit with him for a little bit. He's oh, yeah. <laughs> super funny, too, I think. Yeah. yeah he's awesome. I, to, I used to skateboard back in the day. I guess that's kind you of... You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't see like it. Oh, no. I feel like you're too clean cut. No? Yeah. I had long hair, no, man, back in the day. It, it was did. cool. You see it? Oh, yeah. It wasn't that good. Yeah. It wasn't good. But I really think Rob Deerdeck is super cool, and he's a huge entrepreneur. So yeah, him or uh, Grant, I've met Grant Cardone, but I would like to kick it with him. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Okay, okay Grant's come up a couple times actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah Grant, if you're listening Grant's to our cool show, guy. Um, <laughs> and then uh, if you could be one animal, what would it be and why? In the animal kingdom, anything. You'd be an insect. Insects count too. Insects. Like yeah. A monkey would be cool swinging <laughs> some trees. Yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> that's the first. I don't monkey. know. That's the first monkey. A monkey. Maybe, I mean, it's nice to have opposable. Thumbs. Everyone loves monkeys, right? Yeah, the opposable. Not an orangutan. I watched some video on Netflix yesterday with this ugly looking orangutan. Yeah, I don't no, want to be one of those. No. no. What? What kind of? What kind of uh, ape would you be? Shit. Like a silverback, or are we talking like a chimpanzee? Oh, a chimpanzee would be cool. Yeah, chimpanzee. swing and throw yeah, stuff. You want to be a chimpanzee? Yeah, you, you throw shit at people. Yeah, rip people's faces off. <laughs> oh no, dude, have you seen that? Like, that <laughs> one that 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 that. She like it was like her life partner. Oh, yeah, she, she loved it. Oh, I think I did. And, and, it yeah. ate her face. That was like last year, wasn't it? <laughs> it ate uh, her face. I don't know. I think it. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> so uh, Zach, tell the audience how they can get a hold of you, man. All right. So I have my own website. Um, it's soldbyzachjones.com. 
great. That's pretty good. So check that out. Got homes everywhere. Or you can hit my cell phone up, 734-752-1718. Or just stop into our office. If you Google Mark Z's office, you'll find that address. It's pretty sweet. They have a fish tank or a shark tank. Yeah. Uh, tell, say, say the number one more time, man. Uh, our, my phone number is 734-752-1718. Awesome. Awesome. So that's our show. Jessica, thank you so much for making it in. I know we've, today was just really screwed my up. My pleasure. So, I'm sorry. No, it's like, no, no, <laughs> no, let me be sorry about this. this is just, the, it, it's the, the, this weather, dude. Every show we've had the last three weeks has been fucked. I can honestly say my car has never been frozen shut before. So that is the first for me. So for those of you listening across the country and world, and I know there's Brazil, like all of you, like do not come to Michigan between like we have, there's a three week window that Michigan's awesome. It's like the day after Christmas (laughs) until like March. Dude, it just, I don't know, man. It needs to heat up. I don't know. Polar vortex. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. It's all right. Yeah. Let's not complain about the weather tomorrow. I'm so upset right <laughs> What are you going to do about it? Nothing. Yeah, I'm going to go out yeah. there and I'm go to work. I'm going to go drive to my office now yeah. with the yeah. shitty weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Dude, Zach, thank you so much, man. I, I see you doing a lot of good stuff. I'm super excited to watch your career grow. And thank like, you. like you, you're actually a nice guy. I didn't expect appreciate that. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you, guys. everybody. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you next week. Sweet. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Inside Real Estate, the nation's top real estate podcast. Don't forget to follow us at irepodcast.com and everywhere where podcasts are available. 